This is the best according to us, anyway. If we don't, if we can't remember it, then is it truly even a good one at all? Oh, it's great. I got it. All right. <laughs> Jesus, don't ever laugh like that again. <laughs> That's how you should start laughing now. Do the clothes off. <laughs> Sound like a Keebler elf. <laughs> I know. I'll just shave down to my mustache. Let's try something different. Huh? Oh no, just stick to the script. <laughs> Don't try something different. <laughs> you're the one Why? you wanted to go back to the formula, and now you're like, let's try something different. Let's just for the introduction. Here. All right. What? Well, why don't we do something different for the other one that we're going to introduce? No, I was going to just change a couple words here. Just man. flip it over to the outro. <laughs> you just do the outro first. We should do that on fifty. Flip it. Yeah, but then they'll turn the episode off right away. They'll be like, oh, I guess that was it. <laughs> no, well, that was excellent episode. Some, just some bullshit. All right, ready? Yep. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2018 superhero movies. Remember, if you like this show, make sure and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with your friends, family, and, of course, all of your loved ones. So get ready you're about to get jacked. All right, so tonight's episode, we are diving into what we believe is the best of the 2018 superhero movies. That I'm sure all of you guys have seen, but before we dive into that, Dustin has dived into the deep web. <laughs> For the last time, I never go into the deep web. He's as always a, hanging in the deep web. A, so if you're if you're looking for a creeper on tab eleven, Jesus, that is this guy. He knows shit you probably shouldn't know. What do you have for us on this fine day, sir? Well, I feel I feel like this article is going to underperform based on that. <laughs> like this is not deep web stuff. Uh, this is from BBC News, um, and it's it's one that's probably going to get that your hackles to stand up on end, your the little hairs on the back of your neck. This it's titled "Why You Have Probably Already Bought Your Last Car." Uh, so the article goes on to explain that a growing number of tech analysts are predicting that in less than 20 years, we will all have stopped owning cars. And the article continues to explain uh, that self-driving automatic transportation is going to become more and more popularized. Um, The uh, electric vehicles are going to take the place of traditional combustion engines and uh, you know, ownership of cars is going to to, to disappear. Uh, one of the things that they, they cited is they, they look at this picture uh, from 1900. Can you spot the can you spot the car in 1900? Nope. <clears throat> now, look at this picture from 1913. Can you spot the horse? Right. I get I get where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing your mind here, I I realize. Uh, But it's very simple. By 1930, 
horses were done with. The equestrian age was over. There were there were cars now, and that was the mode of, of transportation, or at least the majority of transportation. So what they what they say is, you know, you cut out the driver, you make the car automatic. Of course, the technology is not perfected yet, but it's trending that direction. Uh, if you cut out the driver, you cut out like 50% of the cost of the business there. Uh, and so with that, you can also... Hold on. How do you figure if you cut out the driver, you cut out 50% of the cost? The wages for the driver, right? Who the hell is being driven these days? Are you? Do you have a... Uh... Are you riding in the back of a limousine or what? No. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't <laughs> taken a lot of Ubers, to be honest with you. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so they go on to say, oh, you cut out the driver, right? So there's some of the cost, at least. Well, we won't, maybe we won't say 50%, whatever. Uh, you cut out the combustion engine, you know, that's got all of these, uh, I don't know how many parts. The article says some of them 2,000 parts or some odd Compared to an electric car that's got, you know, 20 or 30 parts and pieces that you got to replace. Um, and they, they cut the cost by even more. They say, you know, a $10 ride could be a $1 ride. You, you're in an electric car and it's dying. It's running out of battery. So another car, another electric car comes to your location and you just switch cars right there and you keep on going. You keep on going. Uh, so they predict that by 2020... Um, at least we're going to see a, a huge reduction in the ownership of, of vehicles. I, I think you would really like this article, so uh, look it up on BBC, uh, why you've probably already bought your last car. I think you'd find it really interesting. But just me giving that general synopsis of the article, what do you what do you think? Uh, I call bullshit on it. 2020, that's a, a that's a year away. B, driver... Driverless. No, 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 not 2020. I misspoke. In 20 years. Oh, in 20 years. In 20 years. Well, yeah, so so within 20 years, there will be a large push for electric motors over combustion. Everybody's aware of that just due to efficiencies. Uh, they're still working on a lot of the platforms for it. However, it still hasn't taken on enough for it to be uh, for it to be a threat to combustion. So I, I, I would challenge that greatly. People like to drive cars and trucks, so... For it to be a driverless car and that's going to take over? I don't think so. Oh, and that's another thing that they mentioned. Uh... <laughs> You're changing this story. No, I'm rapidly, not changing the story. You can read the story for yourself. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to. I just, I just omitted that detail. Okay. Uh, that's another thing they mentioned. Um, uh, of course, there are going to be uh, people that enjoy driving vehicles. And so uh, they also talked about the potential bans in areas for vehicles like high uh, high population centers and, and cities and stuff that are, are very densely populated. So, I mean, there's that as well. Yeah, I, I, that little I, nugget. That in itself is going to be over 20 years away before they allow uh, vehicles to be self-controlled, uh, whether mass transit or not, or, or single. In my mind, anyways, it's going to be well over 20 years before uh, the technology is allowed to uh, override the driver in a public area uh, of a venue like that to where it's strict to whatever because, I mean, right now the technology is barely coming out. Well, don't the Google cars drive themselves? The little Google yeah. Maps cars, don't they drive no, themselves? No, not the Google Maps cars. Those are still driven by people. I know that oh. they've done testing with some of those cars, yes. Well, I've read other things, too, that if a driverless car... 
we're faced with a situation where does it hit the pedestrian in the street or does it does it run up onto the sidewalk to 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 clear that and hit three other pedestrians and then who's who's responsible in that case should the should the thing take place uh, yeah well that's a good that's a that's a whole conversation i think in itself but ultimately uh i do see electricity being uh an alternative it has been that's why tesla's still in business i mean mm-hmm. they're they're a company solely driven off of uh electric cars in fact uh he talks about it elon musk has talked about it in numerous uh articles on you know he has to sell x amount of units to be able to drive costs down obviously that's yep. that's how the, the global markets work um and that's something that they're looking at in the future if they continue to be successful. Obviously, they've had some pretty hard hits over the last few last year, more or less. But um, to where the cost of those items can get down, can get brought down. Now, a couple of things to note, right? A combustion engine versus an electric engine, completely different animals, right? Sure. Electric engine, uh, just just so a lot of people understand, electric engine is one of the unique things about it is and people it's kind of funny and kind of not is you get horsepower and torque on demand so it's actually more dangerous than a combustion engine in that sense because you can take a car that has 500 horsepower uh combustion versus 500 horsepower electronic or electric and that electric car can put that 500 horsepower to the ground uh, essentially immediately to whereas the combustion engine has to build up and then transfer gears and it's on a different kind of band to where it's not like 500 horse, bam, right there because the motor has to obviously take air in, it goes in through the manifolds, the fuel's mixed, and then it explodes, you know, so forth and so on each Just cylinder. Just a quick point on horsepower. I saw a comedian, I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about horsepower. They're like, why do we still measure things in horsepower? Uh, it, you know, a, a rocket blasts off at X amount of horsepower. And he's like, in no world could I just get that many horses together <laughs> and go to the moon. So I thought that was pretty funny. That is kind of funny. Um, so with, with that being said, uh, there's still a lot of issues with electric motors. Well, not really the motors, it's the battery and the chargings. That still in itself is a pretty... Pretty uh, tough deal. Schwarzenegger, if you really want to, if you're really interested in electric motors, check out the SUV, the G wagon that Schwarzenegger put a really cool electric motor in. And I'm not against it, electric motors or any of that stuff by any means whatsoever. However, combustion engine, just like the horse, you know, we say the horse got replaced by the combustion engine. Absolutely, that's evolution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the horse was in play for how long? As a mode of transportation. Yeah, I know, but it's... Not a week or, no, or a year or two. You know, but within the advent of the motorized vehicle. Sure. You know, I mean, that time period was much, much shorter. So it's it's not like there's nothing else that can't replace the combustion engine. Like, there right. was nothing else that could replace the horse before it. Right. Um, and so, I guess with this article, you think 20 years is preposterous, preposterous... Words fun to say. You think twenty years? Uh, is there a time that you think this is going to happen? You think forty years? Do you think sixty uh, years? Well, which part of it? Because the the thing with the article was it was saying driverless. I don't think 
uh, anytime in a foreseeable future will we be fully fully driverless? I think uh, the under DOT stuff, under a lot of things, that there will have to be a manual override. Uh, okay, so which what is about, a driver of some sort. Okay, so what about not 100%? We'll say the majority. Over 50% are driverless vehicles. Okay, and they're all electric at that point? Yeah. yeah I mean, is that uh, what... Yeah, that's uh, what that article's Yeah, based on the assumptions in this article, yeah. It, Would you say there's a time when the majority, just the layman, decides not to purchase a car because it is more cost-effective to get that 50-cent ride... You know, sixty miles oh, you're down the say, road. Oh, okay. So what? Okay. So let me let, let me kind of restructure what you're saying, so I'm oh, so I understand. What please you're do. <laughs> so you're saying, no longer drives a car because there is some type of electronic mass transit. Yeah. So yeah, we're not we're not even in this uh, hypothetical situation. We're not even proposing that driver cars are are banned or you're not allowed to drive them but the majority of people will elect to carpool or whatever yeah use use this new mass uh, automaton yeah it's got to be some type type of like something um that i i can't see that for quite a while because what about rural rural places too they're going to just have to offer this this uh uber future driverless car yeah, because you're not the, the one thing. Regardless if it's the regardless of whether it's combustion or electro, electric is uh, time, and neither one of those things are talking about reducing time, right? Um, or weather conditions. So the the travel time is still going to be a benefactor. So if I can jump in my car and be from A to B uh, in this amount of time. That's always going to be that battle against those that that kind of sure. thing because you, you know one of the things and I've talked to people about this before and a lot of people get hung up on this uh, and I won't go into the training part of it but one of the biggest wastes that people have is flat out transportation right. from A to B because uh, if it's for work or even for home there is no value add to anything that you are doing being in that car being on that airplane there is mm-hmm. no the transportation part part of it is not you're not progressing if you're at work. And I've got to drive from my house to your house to do this podcast. The podcast isn't being done between mm-hmm. our houses. But if it's a driverless vehicle, then we're in the back seat and we're editing our, our videos and we are we, we could responding be. to emails and we're making phone calls and we're doing the distracted things that we couldn't do while we were driving. But do you do those things when your wife's driving your car already? No, because I have to help her pay attention so she doesn't hit a moose. Yeah, so, well, for the... <laughs> My 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 future robotic car is going to have excellent moose sensing technology, and so I'm not going to be like, honey, honey, honey. There's a moose coming onto the road. And besides, it's, it's, she doesn't drive when I'm there anyway. Well, she no, makes but me no, drive no, but everywhere. I, but, I, but, me? I, but I'm still saying though that that's kind of a farce because if you're driving with people versus, I mean, I get the point. If you're not. Uh, no, in truth, I probably wouldn't be. I'd probably be dicking around on my phone or something. Right. You that's, know. that's that's what most of us do if you're not driving, right? But then I but I have the option to be productive. Just like when I'm productive elsewhere, I have the option to be dicking around on my phone. Well, well, you right. You know what I mean? Right. And maybe maybe that is maybe that's the future the, the the future of it, right? They like put a little desk in your car or, or in that little hub thing or whatever it is i just see that the time the weather and then of course uh uh 
the availability being being a big hurdle. I don't see anywhere because of the love, especially in America, more so than everywhere else. Everywhere else, I think, would be early adopters of mm-hmm. uh, uh, something in the near future once it becomes more affordable and it's a proven concept because Teslas are not cheap. Um, and then a lot like the Spark and all those other, or not Spark, the uh, Leaf, Leaf, the all those other uh, hybrids and, and, and half electric car. I mean, they're, they're still not massively being taken in yet, uh, simply because also you have a uh, alternative, alternative thing of energy. So if you took Chicago and you went from combustion engines over to electric, does their power grid offer enough electric? I'm not kidding. I don't like who knows. They know. I guarantee if, if the manufacturer said, well, we know in Chicago there's, you know, a million cars on the road. If we switch that over to this 120 watts and everybody was charging sure. at the same time, would you have to turn off the power to your house or whatever? You know, that's just going that, that's going down the rabbit hole. I I see electric motors being more more uh, pronounced in the world globally over the next 20 years. Absolutely, with, with without a doubt. I also see the driverless uh, the driverless automotive as well. Um, but I don't think I, I don't see it taking over in the next twenty years. Good article. That's a kind of a cool, cool conversation. I really think you should read it because I, I, you being a car guy, mm-hmm. I think would really appreciate kind of the uh, the implications for it. Whether they whether they are a true predictor or not, we are seeing a a trend in that direction, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I follow a bunch of weird shit like you're gonna that. be the first to know he's no 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 i just i just find it interesting you're gonna be the charlton heston of uh of cars of you'll pry this car from my cold dead oh yeah well that's what they're going to be faced with in the end of oh that sure era. well okay. and even then people will still collect them oh yeah and, and collectors of course are, are still going to just cherish and love and take care of those those older type cars but uh you know i'm all i i have no particular love for uh my vehicle. Uh, if I could give it up to save a little money and dick around on my phone a little bit more, eh, sure, why not? Mm. All right, it's superhero movie time. It's superhero movie time. <laughs> uh, wow, that was a dramatic pause. To <clears throat> well, we're both so this. excited. I, I know. Uh, we're we're talking about specifically the superhero movies from 2018. Uh, the ones that we saw, the ones that we liked the most. Uh, are going to be the ones, of course, that you saw that you liked the most, I'm sure, too, as well. Um, it's a lot on the list that we didn't see or aren't going to be going over, but... Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. There's... Well, a lot of the animated yeah, ones, yeah. a lot of the uh, dinky ones. But, uh, yeah, so you got the list. Let's uh, let's let's kick it off with the list, All I right. guess. We'll uh, walk walk right through the list. The first one on the list is is the biggest one on the list, of course. And that is Avengers Infinity War. Avengers, well, I mean, you know, Black Panther came out before that. We're not going in chronological order then. We're just why, going. Why do I have the list? Why didn't I look, just give you the I, no, list? I so just, you could no, go no, 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 no. I, you could go alphanumeric look, if you I didn't want. Know, you are go we Roman going by highest grossing? Are we going with the, most, the biggest No, events? I'm just going off the list that's sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It completely that's just, misses Black Panther. No, no, Black it's Panther not. On the list? It, yes. All right. Okay. Why are you so overly concerned about Black Panther? Yes. It's the first I one of the even, year. I thought I we were even, going I at the beginning of the year. Revealed the list to you, <laughs> and, and you are. How do you? Even, how do you even know about these superhero <laughs> movies? You don't have a list, sir. 
All right, Avengers was great. It was good. <laughs> you totally ruined the launch of that. I didn't. Well, I didn't mean to. Okay, so Avengers Infinity War. How does it stack up? Uh, it was it was the best superhero movie this year. I feel I feel like it was really good, man. It built up to the hype. It was the culmination of uh, ten years of ten years of Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, and it and it delivered. Yeah, it delivered. Yeah, it did. Damn, they did good. They did, and the Damn. and the next one is coming out, and I cannot wait. They haven't even announced the title of the next one. Not yet. I can't wait for a freaking. They're gonna preview. do it like the day Aquaman comes out. <laughs> Would that be some shit? They are gonna uh, do it. They, they're gonna do it close. Well, they've to it. done some shit like that. Uh, why wouldn't? Why not? Wh- who was it? Which one was it? I think they they did Black Panther, like the preview for that, within a week of Justice League. Yeah, right. I think it was like within a week I think they, you're right. they dropped it and it was like, oh, geez. So Infinity War, epic, man. I mean, like that, and I agree with you. There there wasn't a better uh, superhero movie this year. There, you, Like, how do you stack up against it? Not only was, was uh, the mass of characters in it cool as hell to see once again return to the screen together. And then, of course, the new, new additions for 2018. Um but what a story was told! It was it was really cool that they had so many characters in it, uh, but it didn't feel like any character was like shortchanged. It didn't feel like they were given less time than they needed on screen. Everyone just popped in. They did their part. They had their role. But those were all established. What was perfect about it was, like you said, each character was established, mm-hmm. and they played their part. The part that you you would expect them to play in this journey. Right. Do you think that there there's going to be a time in in Marvel Cinematic Universe when they're dropping these movies and they bring in superheroes that aren't established? They just go, "Okay, yeah, we've got more crime fighters over here. We're going to we're going to call in some guys and there's just there's just some more guys." Well, there's a lot of speculation uh, of that in the next Avengers movie. Oh really? Yeah, like just bringing in some unknowns. Yeah, there, there's one, and I can't remember his name. He, he was like the USSR Iron Man or Captain America. There's a lot of speculation of that, or the, or yeah, I think it was like the Russian. Oh weird, Captain America or something. Yeah, there, there's some speculation that they're gonna bring. W- in wouldn't some he unknowns. be Captain Russia then? No, I, or Comrade <laughs> Russia. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I've just read it. I've seen it in a bunch of clips that there's a lot of speculation around that one deal in this next uh, Avengers. You know, so we'll see. I mean, they played out Captain Marvel pretty smooth because they're like, ah, oh, bam, Avengers. We'll sneak in a Captain Marvel movie who yeah. who's nowhere to be seen. Like what they kind of well, no, Black Panther had had a small part before. Yeah, he was in Civil War. Civil War, and then yeah. they origin storied him. But I, I'm just talking about like just bringing in these superheroes, some randos. You know, hey, this is this is Joe. You know, laser nostrils uh, yeah. over here. And well, that's what I'm saying. I think I know? think I think they're you're going to see a little bit of banding of that because the Avengers are in that crutch play 
But would that be so detrimental? Uh, I mean... I know no, you, no, no, no. They can, they can play it off. I mean, I think they could play it off yeah. at that point because it plays with the story arc and you're still getting these characters that are so damn big. You're right. still getting Iron Man. You're still getting um, whoever's left. You know, I can't remember everybody off the top of my head, but, you know, Doctor Strange. You're still, like, you're still getting a lot of those characters to where this introduction is appropriate for, like, hey, we're going to throw this guy in. And I, I think it would be fine because they're not going to be a center point or shouldn't be. Did you know? Did you know going into Infinity War that uh, all these characters were getting dusted? No. You know you no. you didn't you didn't spoil it for yourself online or 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 go find any. Nope. Uh, no, I try not to. Not with these movies. I not with any of these kinds of movies. I really try not to. I try to keep it. it it's like uh, big. Big video games like uh, you know Red Dead. We watch some of the trailer stuff. I've seen trailer breakdowns, right. but to me, it, it my brain blocks out like actual gameplay and mm-hmm. how to do this and that because I I, I like want to be surprised. I want to be surprised, and I, and I want it to be an experience, man. When I went to Adventures, I I, I was set on man. I want to go for this journey. Yeah, you know, I I think it means more now. I appreciate these things more now than when I was younger. Uh, when it was like, yeah, I'll get the cheat codes or go on the internet. I'm just going to watch this teaser or Easter egg video. And uh, to where now I'm like, no, man, I enjoyed all the stuff leading up to this and I, and I want to enjoy it. So uh, Avengers, obviously, we both agree it's number one of the year. So I, w- I would say good, probably. Good, yeah, good way to one. start off this. Uh, we're not building up to <laughs> shit in this one, boys and girls. We just told you the number one. But let's <coughs> going into the next movie on the list. The next movie. You'll be proud. It is Black Panther. So All right. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead and get it out. All right. Yes. Black Panther. Woo. <laughs> what did you want? What do you want from me? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I I was like, well, you were you were very adamant about why it wasn't number one on the list. I like Black Panther, but uh, more <laughs> more importantly, I think <laughs> I think Shuri was the best character in that movie, man. His little sister. The, the princess of Wakanda, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was like the scientist. scientist I thought she was the best part of that movie. I like the bad guys in it, too, man. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan, yep. uh, who was he, Mikey Killmonger. B. Yep. And um, and then uh, Ulysses Claw. Yep. Andy Serkis. Yeah, yep. he was good as I well. Thought, I thought they were cool. I thought the movie uh, showed the presentation was very cool. The only thing I didn't like... Well, yeah, it's actually I like the whole movie. Was the shameless car spot in the middle of the movie? Oh, that was kind of cheesy. Yeah, they they it, brought that, that out and they're like, no, they do that. Yeah, 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 that's and it was that's that's what that was. No, it was uh, you know how they in Avengers they alluded to like Bucky was already there. Mm-hmm. It would have been kind of cool to see Bucky in Black Panther. I feel like he was in Black Panther. I not. Really he was in the though. end credits. Yeah, exactly. But I think it would have been kind of cool to see him in the end, toward the end of Black Panther, just kind of show up and do something. I don't know. I just think it would have been cool. Yeah, I like Bucky and I like I uh, like the character and all that. It would have been it would have been all right. I just I I think it might have distracted from the story of this this nation, you know, living in secret, and then uh, two kind of warring concepts about. You know, should we continue to live in secret and protect ourselves, or should we, you know, deliver Try arms to, to the, our brothers across the, Try to across help the world? world? Yeah, yeah, and then because we're the most technological hidden entity. No, I mean between T'Chaka and T'Challa, not oh. T'Chaka. 
T'Challa, uh, the Black Panther, and then Warmonger. What was his name? I don't remember, but... Uh... Oh, Killmonger. Yeah, th- those two warring ideals. That, and that was kind of the main main theme of the movie, and then Black Panther won out, but he... he... Did you like Forrest Whitaker's character? Forrest Whitaker's... He was like the uncle? Yep. He was the one that... Uh... Yes, I did. I like he. What, what did he do? What was his? What he was, was his role? he was always like hanging out. I don't know, man. I, I gotta mean, watch like, that movie again. No, he was like he was the uncle that watched T'Challa's father kill that other dude, kill Killmonger's father, and so he knew it. He had the secret, remember? And then he exposed yeah. the secret, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is what happened." And he died somehow. How did he die? I like Forrest Whitaker and anything that he does, man. Mm. The experiment was awesome that he was in that. He played the prison guard. Did you see that one? No, I, I don't recall. Yeah. Black Panther was really good. And it. what did it make? It made over a billion dollars? Yeah, it was uh, very successful. Very, uh, very successful. And it was a good movie. I mean, I, I thought it was good. They had great setup on it. Mm-hmm. Um, great storytelling. Uh, I, I like how they... They just built it out, man. I mean, I, I think that it was its own unique little world, which was, I thought was kind of cool. Well, that's that's one really important part about it, I think, is it, you know, all of these superhero movies happen in New York, man. Like, everything's always happening in New York. And, and building and defining and fleshing out Wakanda expands the Marvel Universe, and it makes a bigger sandbox mm-hmm. for different directors different stories to play in down the road so that's what i think was really cool about it yep uh the next one on the list we well maybe it maybe the time this drops you may have seen it that's aquaman is it 2018 (laughs) i don't think we got to go into detail on on that because we haven't seen it no we haven't seen it but uh more to come once we do we did uh you do (laughs) If you check out a uh, Current Culture episode from a few weeks ago, uh, you'll know that we did our uh, our review. Our prediction. Sight unseen. Yep. No, it was a review because we are time travelers here at Culture Jack. Mm-hmm. We went back. Now back forward in time to uh, check out the movie. By the time it drops, hopefully our predictions are correct. I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited for it. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, then we, We've only actually got three other ones that we've seen. And it is a pretty good lineup of three. Okay. Venom. Venom was really good. Venom blew my expectations away. Uh, the PG-13 Venom had me nervous. Not involving Spider-Man had me nervous. But it was really good. Yep. It was really good. It was just, just the right amount of violent, just the right amount of comedy. And I think, yeah, it could have been better as an R-rated movie, but... It, it would I, I will say... R rating, I think, would have gave it a little bit more edge, but it, it was edgy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy's performance was great. Uh, the I like how they portrayed Venom as Venom and not Eddie Brock. Yeah, how it was two separate entities. It was two separate, and it was clear, clearly two separate things going on here. Um, and the ending of it was just fantastic. I, I love how. You're like, oh shit, man! They got rid of you know, Venom's gone. Oh no! And then he's like, Shh. yeah, he's like, and so he gets to actually be a, a superhero with a secret identity, 
well, kind of secret, but that's and not kind s- of. I don't know if eating people's faces or whatever is a uh, well superhero activity. It, well, you know, the anti-hero or, or you know, the dark superhero, but uh, with with Venom. I think they should have done what they did with Venom in Deadpool, because Deadpool always had that second second voice in the back of his head, and they did a really good job portraying that out of comic book form, you know, in a movie with Venom. So I, I yeah. And speaking of Deadpool, Deadpool two, Deadpool that's our two. next that's our next movie. But to uh, jump on what you're saying, he does it uh, to where he likes to talk to the audience, and that's I think. One of his versions of trying to show that that goofy character for Deadpool. Oh, in Deadpool, right? Because he often does that and makes endless puns and so forth and so on. But that's I still all think in I character. still think they should have done some of that internal stuff. And it, it it I guess it'd be harder to illustrate on a in a movie than it would in comics for Deadpool because he's always wearing the mask. Yeah, and you can't see So you couldn't see whether he'd be talking or whether he'd be thinking. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job on kind of showing movement, but it would be a lot more difficult to wear in that. I mean, there's scenes in Venom to where Venom's actually on Eddie Brock and the head comes out and he's talking to the attached uh, symbiote. So, yeah, I think... that's, well, I mean, I guess they could have done point. it with I guess Deadpool. we could have just did a whole episode on just why he didn't talk to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what would be a funny thing for Deadpool would have been uh, just on and off, not very often, but would have been doing the two, like the angel and the devil, like two goofy characters pop up when he does some of his goofy-ass decisions that he makes. That could have been fun. That could have been fun. You know, because then you could have portrayed that really funny, you know, have like the, uh, the blacked-out uh, Deadpool suit and like a goofy white suit or something, and then, and then those two Ryan mini Ryan Reynolds characters playing around. Yeah, that could have been all right. I, I still think they could have done the voice. I mean, they could have done it by just using a different voice, a different voice. Yeah, you know, that's so it true. wasn't just Ryan Reynolds, or if it was Ryan Reynolds and they they sent him through a a synthesizer of some kind and and changed his voice up a little bit. I think. Oh, they like. <laughs> They uh, uh, they tea painted him. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I'm dead, dead. So uh, talking about Deadpool. Wait, uh, hold on. Before that, Venom made a bunch of money. Critics didn't think it was going to make a bunch of money. Critics hated this movie. Fans loved this movie. Yeah, that's true. We talked about that disparity yeah. before, but what we didn't talk about is it just passed up critically or not critically commercially uh a huge milestone it just beat out a huge movie with its opening in china um it opened like at a hundred and 111 million dollar weekend um it beat out justice league in terms of sales can you freaking believe that yeah i can definitely the, it, believe it, it soared past the gold standard of comic book That's movies like bronze standard it is the gold standard. We here at Culture Jack have agreed and verified several times that Justice League is the gold standard, platinum standard, Batman vs Superman. No way. Anyways, that's cool to know. That's ultra platinum standard, Ghost Rider. That is uh, no. Um, Deadpool two. Let's dive into that though. That was good. It was good. It wasn't as good as Deadpool one. I thought. 
No, because it's it's not new, right? I feel like Deadpool one, you got introduced to it, and you're not going to get that fun back. I, I always feel like you you never get that fun back that you do on a very well delivered. My hope for the second one is that they can continue the fun and they can continue the story. There was some stuff in it I didn't quite care for, to tell you the truth. I mean, like, I, I love Josh Brolin as Cable. I thought that was freaking He killed badass. it. He did a good job. And I thought their scenes together was badass. I, I just did. Uh, that part of it I, I liked a lot. Uh, the parts that I thought they could have probably did a little bit better on is, A, I think they could have did a better casting job on the kid. Oh, really? You don't like yeah. him? No, I, I, I didn't really because it wasn't very convincing. I mean, like, the emotions and all that stuff, it was too... It was too... Uh, so you're just saying the actor like, didn't he didn't yeah, sell it for you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't think so, man. Um, and the whole juggernaut thing, I liked it. And then after watching the movie a couple other times, I was like, man, I like how they did juggernaut, but I'm like, the, how they did that story was just, I, don't, I don't know, man. There's just something about it. Um, I thought the X Factor deal was really freaking funny. How they were. Oh, <laughs> that uh, that was brilliant. I mean, I thought that was pretty pretty damn smart. Yeah, what were they? The X Force or X Force? Yeah, yeah. And then they like all died. Yeah, man, that threw me off because like the previews were oh playing yeah, these no. up, and I was like, yeah, man, Terry Crews, Dude, that's I get to see, I get to see him. Yeah, and then he gets hit by a bus. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, and then and the <laughs> the mutant dude got chopped up. Yeah, and the, into the wood chipper, and then. And then they dissolved Peter. Yep. So Honey Bear. Yep. Um, <laughs> I like Juggernaut, man. The no, no, I did too. I just didn't like. I think part of it was because of the kid on how kind of the kid was acting and all of that. Because I did like Juggernaut. I also liked how he was in the the big thing and the kid was feeding him. I, it, there's just something about that whole that that relationship. What just didn't seem real to me. Uh, and to me, it kind of hurt it a little because, like, you were getting a hell of a performance out of Deadpool for the most part and out of Cable. And it was just like, man, I, I just wish wish that was a little different. I like Domino. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm an aesthetic guy, so Juggernaut was amazing just based purely on the, on the way that he is the second character that Deadpool has redeemed from the other X-Men movies. Because mm-hmm. Colossus was lame. They redeemed him. Juggernaut was lame. They redeemed him. And Domino, as a new character, was amazing. Yeah. I love how they played out her power on, on camera. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so cool. The, the luck? Yeah. The luck's not a power. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, no, it's not. What yeah, about the scene? So there's a scene in there that was uh, awesome. And that was when he was in the uh, mansion. How come there's no one ever in this big-ass house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that was the, the real cast. Yep, and McAvoy and his boys were yeah. all hiding yeah. behind the, the, the door. That was pretty good. That was, I thought, super cool. Uh, very clever and, and fun, of course. But um, overall, I thought it was a great movie. I am really, really hoping that there's a Cable-Deadpool mashup. Because, like, I... I really did like that. I really liked their chemistry. I liked how kind of uptight and critical Cable was, and he was after the vengeance, and he was just badass, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I gotta say, like, out of almost all of even all of 
the Marvel characters, I mean, like, they portrayed him as, like, the first, like, Billy Badass. I mean, between him and maybe Wolverine as just, like, the old school, like, Billy Badass. That's, that's what you, the ass kicker is here kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I think Cable killed it with that. Well, in in the, the true X-Force, they're going to, um, you know, they're going to be playing off each the other. Living, the living X-Force? <laughs> the living X-Force. Yeah. The real X-Force. Right. Uh, you know, once they get that going, because I don't, I don't think they've announced a Deadpool three. I think the X Force is going to be the, you know, in fact, the the sequel to uh, Deadpool two to Deadpool two. I, I or think, where it picks up. Yeah, I, I I think they've established Deadpool as a character, and he's going to appear more in uh, ensemble pieces now. Yeah, no, I could buy that. I could, and I, I, I'm fine with that. I think that's a good. No, I could, I, I could totally buy that and see what which direction they go. I hope, obviously, um, Cable remains, and then they pick up. You know, obviously, Cable Domino, and then I'd be interested to see who they pick up because they killed some of the, <laughs> killed some of the other characters. Uh, the Brad Pitt deal as the Vanisher was kind of a yep. funny touch. And Matt Damon. And Matt Damon, yeah. Yeah. Uh it would be cool if you know Deadpool now that now that Disney owns Fox just started appearing in other shows as maybe just a, a walker by on the street or somewhere just some not connective tissue because they don't want to connect the PG-13 brand to the R brand I'm sure but just as because that's what Deadpool does. That's his character. That's his thing. That's his shtick, is being that fourth-wall-breaking meta brand of humor. I think that'd be Yeah, cool. but if they could keep him as, you know, like the dare, like the Daredevil, because that's the thing I, I just started kicking off the new season of Daredevil. Mm. Um, and they talk again about the, I believe, well, they made references to like a real brief reference to the city rebuilding after, you know, once again in this neighborhood and that and this, which is alluding to the Avengers once again. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think that that would be kind of a fun way to to incorporate Deadpool as well in some weird fashion like that or, or something. Um, but I also, I want to, you know, and this is a sidebar, I'd still want to see Wolverine with Deadpool. Not Hugh Jackman though. I want to see the new Wolverine. I I the correctly see, cast Wolverine. I want to see what they do with Wolverine. That's a whole separate, a whole separate it is. Uh, topic in itself. But um, overall, I thought Deadpool two was was pretty cool. I I wasn't. Um, I was very satisfied that they didn't get all cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, because the stage was set so well, big. they did a little bit. Well, they did. You, you're right. They did. They did, um, and they they were f- the the cheesiest part to me was just the uh, like instant death of the the uh, girlfriend out front. I thought that was kind of cheesy. They're uh, re-releasing it though. I saw that they're re-releasing it as a PG thirteen cut. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, they're re-releasing it as a PG thirteen uh, cut. I can't remember. It's some holiday themed uh, title. Ultimate edition. And I, they I was are just looking at it. And they are. Uh, they're releasing it with he's he's got what's his name? Oh, was it Fred Savage? No, it wasn't Fred Savage. Maybe it was Fred Savage that he's reading to in in bed like he like in the Princess Bride. You remember that mm-hmm. movie? 
And so I assume he's going to be reading back and forth, uh, you know, to him and and narrating the movie that way. But Once Upon a Deadpool, gotcha. Yeah, so uh, it's it's going to be a re-release, a PG-13 cut, and I believe a large amount of the proceeds are going to go to a charity, so the, the fuck cancer charity, I believe it is. Yeah, and it's funny it's PG-13 because he he wrote on there. A fairy tale that gives zero Fs. And I think that was literal, right? Because if it's PG-13, I actually think you can say it maybe once. Uh, ah, that's funny. Yeah. That was a tribute. Um, anyways, so you're thinking it's going to X-Force as the next video? Yeah, that's. I, I mean, Not a lot has been said, obviously, because the you know the film was released this year. The Fox transaction or transition mm-hmm. still under undergoing, so we'll, we'll obviously see what what the evolution of that is. It made plenty of money, so money's mm-hmm. not not in question. Well, so, well, Bob Iger, the uh, Disney you know CEO, president, whatever he is, he has already said that hey, Deadpool fans, you don't have to worry about this character; he's going to still exist. And so he may, they they may still do the Deadpool stuff under the Fox brand, and then do the PG thirteen well, the other yeah, stuff they, under that. Excuse, yeah, because they're not going to say no to that much cash, man. I mean, he's a no, cash cow at this point. No, but it, well, and it also points them back to, you know, you got to remember with even even though it's rated R, whatever, it still points them back to the the MCU regardless, right? Right. There's still links there to where maybe you maybe. And this is doubtful, but maybe you just like Deadpool. Well, it's going to constantly kind of trigger you back to Thor or back to, at minimum, X-Men because he often references X-Men, right? Well, the the thing about Deadpool is, you know, the MCU has become so sprawling. It's become so massive. There's so many tendrils and even more with Fantastic Four and the X-Men going to be involved. To be determined. To be determined, they are going to be. Of course, they are. I don't know. And watch, watch as soon, watch as soon as this deal goes through at the beginning of the year. We're gonna see some announcements, and we're gonna get that Fantastic Four announcement. I'll bet you. I'll bet you, Fantastic Four is the first one to come. But anyway, it's become so huge. Deadpool would be an excellent way to just point out and make fun of the inconsistencies in canon. You know that. We're just there, and we go, yeah, we see it. We goofed up. Here it is. You know, Spider-Man, I thought, you know, eight years since the, the event that the Avengers happened, but here you are recording an event in Civil War that happened this many years ago. I, I can't keep track of the time, kid, you know, or something like that where he can just point fun and make of make fun of the uh, the canon. Yeah. It could be a use, useful way to use Deadpool. It, yeah, but I... He generates enough money to where he's still got to hold his ground. I think right. just just as like kind of comedian cannon fodder is uh, or, or comedy cannon fodder is not a long term, um, not a long term thing that they're going to want to do. So, but we'll see what's to come at the turn of the year once uh, Fox and everybody kind of makes their their amends and and says this is what we're doing. I'm sure that some of those plans are already well underway oh, on, sure. on building budgets because it's a business at the yeah. end of the day regardless mm-hmm. of, of what they're creating they're going to have to 
recoup some of that money spent on Fox and I guarantee Deadpool, X-Force, and whatever else is to come in that genre is big. So the last movie on the list. Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yep. <laughs> that was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was, you know, what What was it? Uh, a lot of people I, I read on the internet said, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Venom, uh, these critics, of course, you know, said these are bad movies, these are terrible movies. But in all honesty, I like I said, I liked Venom and Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was an okay movie. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was kind of a, you know, a middle of the road. It's kind of like watching an episode of Friends on television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it right? was. It was a very generic type That's superhero a, you, thing. You watch it and you're like, man, was it bad? Nice to catch up on it. It wasn't a bad way to spend my time necessarily, right. yeah. Yeah, that was... That's how I felt about it. I was like, oh, this wasn't that great. Uh, wasn't that bad. I kind of wanted some more of something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, I don't hate this thing. You know, you know what I mean? It's like a meal that you're not you're not gorging yourself on, but you just keep eating. You're just like, right. Eh, just, well, it's, that's what I'm saying. Other. It's like catching, you know, I said friends, but it's like catching an episode of something that you used to like a lot. Yeah. But then you just kind of watch it, and at the end of it, you're like, well, okay. You could you could leave in the middle of it for you know and five minutes care. and not really, yeah, yeah. Take a back. phone call, and <laughs> you're just sitting there kind of watching. Yeah, it. I'm halfway watching Ant Man right now. Yeah, uh, what do you got going on? <laughs> you know, uh, which kind of sucked though. I mean, at at the end, I was like, eh, I, I kind of sucked. It I told its story. Of I liked course. it. Yeah. I uh, mean, it, it did, but it was just not very exciting. I'm gonna say that up no, front. No, but I will say that Paul Rudd is America's sweetheart. Man, that guy—he has just got charisma just exuding out of him. He could. Yeah. The movie was probably worse than it was than I thought it was, but because of Paul Rudd, like he just made it better. And Michael you know? Pena. Michael Pena always a high point in the <laughs> that was in those pretty, movies. That was a pretty all funny of his scene. recaps when he when he's talking oh, about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, no, and the truth serum deal that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it sucks though because movies like that are often forgettable movies. Yeah, um, because there wasn't a lot of value. There wasn't a lot of substance to where mm-hmm. you're like, I want to go back, you know, because like. I've rewatched Avengers Infinity War a couple of times because I was like, damn, this movie is great. Deadpool 2 I've watched a couple of times um, just because it's a good way to pass. You know, I, I found it to be a good way to pass time. I'll buy Venom. I'm sure I'll, I'll watch Venom a couple of times. Uh, I've watched Black Panther I've watched a couple of times. I've watched Avengers a couple of times, and I think I must have seen it in the theater three times, and then I probably watched it another two or three times on top of it. And I can say, you know, after four or five viewings, I'm getting a little, <laughs> like, more critical of it maybe, you know, pointing out its flaws a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't see a bunch of rewatches, in, you know, for the Ant-Man and the Wasp. One movie that I wanted to bring up that I knew probably wasn't on that list that we haven't seen yet, obviously, but it's uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it was on the list. It was on the list. You just weren't going to bring it up? Well, no, there's a bunch of animated movies that were that we didn't watch. I mean, do you want to go down that road? No, I, guess I don't. I, I don't want to go down that road. I just want to. Uh, 
I mean, have you, you've seen some trailers and some scenes from Spider-Man yeah. into the Spider-Verse. What do you what do yeah. you think about that? Yeah. Are you excited about it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to see what it is. Uh, you know, not not going to be hugely into it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, so I'll, I'll actually just go through some of these other movies because you brought that up. Hold on, are you more likely to see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or Aquaman in theater? Neither. I won't go to the theater. You're not going to go to the theater for either one no, of those? No, no, I won't be. Just being honest, man. Like, I'm not at all. Lie to me. Make me feel like a person. Mm. Jeez. But let me run through some of the animated series anyways. Sure. Obviously, yes, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, Incredibles 2. I didn't I'll, see I'll, it. I'll watch that. I want to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch that. Uh, then you got the Teen Titans Go <laughs> to the movies. Uh... The Death of Superman. Again. Yep. Guy's always dying. Um, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Sounds which like Which is a, a rated R uh, anime. So is that is that Batman just going through uh, Gotham emotionally manipulating people by I'm gaslighting a, them? I'm not sure. Uh, and then it's this one is Marvel Rising Secret Warriors. Which looks interesting. Um, Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja. Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Bavish Joshi, superhero. That movie, Bavish Joshi, is two hours and 40 minutes long. Dang, we need to check a trailer out for that after this. Yeah, we will. It looks like a ninja on a motorcycle. We're going we're gonna to watch it. And then, my personal favorite... <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Batman. Oh, jeez. Hold on. Batman, the brave and bold. You don't like watching Scooby-Doo? No. It's not a superhero. Why is he even on the list? Batman. Batman's <laughs> in it, dude. I'd watch a Batman episode of Scooby-Doo. I was just about to say, before you read that title, regardless of what you think about DC and their standings pitted against Marvel... DC consistently does much better in the animated oh, realm. Oh, they do. No, they do. Than the Marvel uh, does in the animated realm. Yeah. So I Which was going to say that, funny. and then you said Scooby-Doo, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't even say that. Yeah. No, no, they do. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, and all of that started with a killing joke where they re-released that rated R. It was a huge controversy for them. They're like, this is our first rated R animated thing and it did very well because a killing joke is a huge huge part of the batman history mm -hmm. um and then since then they have done fairly very fairly well in that in that world in fact i for some reason look some of the shit up but and i don't know why yeah i don't know why either uh we uh <laughs> we hope hope you enjoyed this episode of the superheroes Hold on, hold All on, right. calm down. I haven't forgotten about you. you just, okay, I was you getting, just, I was getting scared. Your tits, calm them, sir. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode where we talk about 2018 superhero movies. Uh, if we missed one, uh, one that wasn't on our list that somehow was infallible, uh, please tweet us out at culturejacked hashtag superhero 2018. But before we close out the episode. Uh, my testy little pal here uh, <laughs> wants to share a, a gadget with you fine folks. 
So I'll, I'll ask you, Anthony, what did you bring for me on the Culture Jacked podcast? I brought a thing in, this isn't necessarily a new gadget to you, but I'm going to hi- try to highlight it for you anyways. <laughs> Sell it to me, baby. Um, and that's the Arcade 1-Up. And what this is, is an arcade, like your traditional. It stands, it's a three-quarter scale. One joystick, four buttons sort of thing? Yep. Uh, arcade cabinet. So it's 45.8 inches high, 23 inches deep, 19 inches wide, approximately 63 pounds this guy stands. You can get a, a lower cabinet uh, riser for it. has a 17-inch LCD screen, and obviously it, it's two-player, so you have two joysticks, uh, so you can go head-to-head. Now, these cabinets, there is one, two, three, four, five of these available. Each one offers different things. There is the uh, Rampage, Gauntlet, and Joust in one game. Okay, I like Rampage. Yep. Uh, there is uh, super, uh, Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, and Super Duper Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> no, Super Street Fighter Turbo in one. There's Galaga 3, I think, and Galaxa. Or Galaxa, uh, there's Crystal Castle, Centipede, Missile Command, and something else in a different one. Anyways, there's there's five different renditions of this. Uh, obviously, no quarters required. Authentic arcade joysticks, trackballs, buttons, and sounds. True arcade tactical feel. Um, and they are official licensed, so it's not some like cheese, like it looks like <laughs> it is and it's not. Um, hey, kid, you want to buy some Atari? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, of course, they've got the cool graphics on the sides of them, on the uh, front of them. And these things are available everywhere. Walmart, GameStop, Target, Fry's. Oh, damn. Buy, this is kind of a mainstream Walmart, The product. Home Depot, Best Buy, PC, Richards & Sons. Wait, yeah. PC what? I've never heard of it either. PC, Richard & Son. Careful what you say in there. Yep. In store at Dillard's. Heb and Dunham Sports. Uh, there's been press scoops from today, Digital Trends, YouTube, CNET, Polygon, IGN, and more. Damn, man. Anyways, <laughs> what do you think of this little arcade? I th- I think that it's a it's a cool product. I I think. That I spent a lot of time playing on arcades when I was younger, you know, with you and my brothers, and uh, I had a good time. But I also think that arcade is a is a relic of the past, man. It's it's history. I I don't think I'd want to play it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I think it'd be it's it's like a cool novelty. That I would buy and I'd be like, yo, check out my arcade, everybody. And, you know, I'd have it on, on the counter and I'd or I'd buy the riser for it and I'd have it, you know, posted up in the wall. And then I feel like it'd just be a thing that was sitting there gathering dust after a while. Why? Would you would you uh, buy it? You had a little extra Skrilla. You go to the store. You get this thing from old, old PC uh, Pearson. Yeah, uh, PC Richardson. I don't know son. what his name was. Um, well, here's I just found, I clicked on one of their one of their little links here, and this one actually has twelve in one. 
um, 12 games in one. And the price, I thought it was going to be, the one I saw was 600 bucks, and I was trying to find prices so I could talk about that. But the one I saw in person was 650 bucks. but I just went to Target.com. They were down to 350 bucks. I think it would be cool and fun. If I had the space and the money, I probably would buy it. Um, I, I would have to find one that I really wanted or two that I, re- I really wanted because uh, I think one cool thing would be if you got like maybe like that one had a dozen games like a dozen mm-hmm. games I think would be cool but if it's like three then I'm like I don't you know I I don't know but like Rampage is a badass game it's fun. Joust is a badass game that's a fun game um, and I don't remember what the third game was on that one if I if I could um, you know uh, like call we, them and tell them what you want on it. Well, we've got we've got a uh, one of those SNES classics, you know, and hypothetically, uh, we could possibly uh, download you know three hundred old SNES games on it. Uh, so you could have a lot of games on it. If there was a way, you know, you could go find emulators on the internet or whatever to download more games onto one of these things. Because I'd love to, I'd love to get one if I could, and you know, put Metal Slug on it. I'd love to get one. Dude, Metal Slug and, would be incredible. You know, the the what's the Bubble Blaster one with the little dinosaur, you know, down at the bottom that moves mm-hmm. the bubbles around. Dumb game, but I I spent a good deal of time on it. You know, down on the spit. You know, uh, right out at the the Glacier Driving, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I think it'd have to be have more games to make it worth my time because old games just don't stack up to new games for me man well it's the same i mean i agree with you there but there are a few a few select ones i think that like uh if they had if i could choose even like you choose five games man i I think i would be okay with it like spy hunter on arcade would be awesome wouldn't you want to play Spy Hunter? I don't remember what Spy Hunter That's is. That's the one with the little car and you used to shoot boop, 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 on the highway and shit. And then you had to drive into the back of the truck at the end of every mission. <laughs> no. Or like Jackal. Dude, Jackal was awesome. That was the Jeep. I never played that. Yeah, you were you and your buddy were little Jeeps and you were just driving up the screen. We played um, <clears throat> an X-Men game at Merlin's in Anchorage. I can't remember what the game was called, but you could pick your X-Men and you know you just scroll down the side and it was one of those you know side scroller multi multi-planed kind of beat 'em up games and we would just burn through quarters on that i could play that game again but that's what i'm saying so if you got to like choose five games i just think like having the cabinet standing up there and playing would be fun yeah you know like rampage like when i played rampage at dave and buster's mm-hmm. the new rampage it's all Actually, it's. I mean, the graphics are obviously significant better, but it was still same gameplay. Two two D. You know, you were. It wasn't all crazy three D. It. Well, I had a blast, man. I really did. And you know, smashing and it was all arcadey with your joystick and buttons, dude. I had a blast with it, man. Yeah. Um. And I would play that game over and over and over. So, you know, because the cool part about arcade, those arcade games, like. Your give a shit meter isn't isn't that great. You're meant those games were built to play, and then like it, you can just let go. It's not right. like playing Red Dead or something or Zelda or something where you're like picking it up where I left off. That's such a huge commitment. What uh, what's did we say what the cost was? Yeah, I said uh, the one I saw in person was six hundred and fifty bucks, but I did just see them on Target 
Arcade.com. Uh, they are not Arcade One Up. You can look at the products, but they're not the retailer. They're just the uh, they're the manufacturer. So sure. you can go to all those sites. At home Home Depot of all places, even like they got a hell of a distribution list. In fact, I'm very impressed by again. It's uh, Walmart, GameStop, Target, Fry's.com, Fi, Fye, Walmart Canada, even which is a different deal than just Walmart. The joysticks are on the other side. <laughs> or the buttons are upside down. <laughs> uh, uh, Best Buy, PC, Richard, and Son, and in-store, it's available at Dillard's, Heb, or H-E-B, and Dunham Sports. So, I mean... And PC that, what? Uh, <laughs> PC, Richard, and Son. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to forget the... The man and his and his boy. His his uh their boy. little their little advertising is bigger than the rest. <laughs> oh man, pieces! They got it right. If you get a lot of words in your name, they got a lot. Then you get a a lot of space. That's um, how it goes. So I'm I'm pretty impressed with all all of those guys carrying because that's a hell of a deal. But so price the prices that I saw again Walmart I saw in person six hundred and fifty bucks Target three hundred and fifty bucks. Let's go with the lowest price of course because you know it's there. Would you buy a cabinet? Three hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, so I think that's a good price. Oh man, because it's got the decals on the side, the retro decal. I mean, that's kind of bitching, dude. Okay, with those games that you listed, no. If I could get not even like Street Fighter, you you know, like a Street Fighter game would be gangster. I have Street Fighter on my SNES class. I know, but it's not arcade style. Yeah, I know it's not. It's it's got the. But it does suck because it's only it's it's uh. It's got the world's best controller. Champion Street Fighter Edition, uh, Super Street Fighter 2, and then Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, I, uh, I unless I could pick a, at least... Shit, Rampage's all three. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you see the new movie with The Rock? Yeah. How was it? Not that awesome. Except for they did debut the... Uh, 2020 Ford Bronco, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's beside the point. Uh, All right, anyways, the one game has Rampage, Gauntlet, Joust. I know, you said already. If I could pick five games of my own, I would get it. Five games exclusively, five to ten games, I would get it. Otherwise, I'm not buying it. What about you? Oh, I would take that deal. Five games flat, like I choose. Yep. I would buy it. You would buy it. Oh, dude, what you you would have to buy it for three hundred fifty bucks. Well, I bet I I bet you could look up a YouTube video on how to uh, get emulators for it and and yeah, buy them that's off what the I was internet. that's what I was wondering. Order from your favorite. Re- oh, I guess it's depending on the retailer because that one at Target they had a twelve twelve game twelve banger. Yeah, because even if you got one that like had twelve and you liked four of the games, you'd know you'd end up being like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll play uh, whatever once or twice." Actually, the arcade one-up Street Fighter there is even cheaper, two ninety-nine. All right, you'd buy it, I'd buy it under those specific stipulations. But that is where we're going to end the episode today. Uh, so throw your headphones to the floor. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter and Facebook at CultureJack. If you like the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech, games, movies, and more.